Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Another episode of What's New Barky. I'm Luke. And I'm Tabitha. Rose is out because she needs a nap. And Dane is doing his own thing at the moment. Correct. So it's just me and Tabitha. Sitting across the table from each other. Yep. It's a first for everything. Yep. Speaking of, I think this is not our first slow gin episode, but this is the first time we've actually focused on slow gin. Yes, both of these drinks are made with slow gin. So the first thing we are making is, what we're having, is a shop version of the Alabama Slammer. Yes, it smells pretty good. And it looks, both of these look like, look like fruit punch. Yes, they do. The second drink more than the first, but wow. Yeah. So to make an Alabama Slammer, you need Amaretto. Soco, Southern Comfort, Slow Gin, of course. And orange juice. Yes. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. That tastes like a... Hmm. I don't know how to describe that. Not as... <coughs> Not as bad as... <laughs> as bad as... <laughs> I got a little bit in the back of the throat there. Mm-hmm. The Amaretto really stood out. I think the Amaretto... If it wasn't for the Amaretto, the SoCo and the Slogan would be stronger. I think... Honestly, I got a lot of the orange juice. I got a lot of the Amaretto. I mean, I sh- you, I shook the hell out of it, so I'm just wondering if maybe it's just our taste buds picking picking and choosing. That could be not bad. Yeah, I mean, I as a shot, I take it. As a drink, not so much. See, I think I would prefer that as a drink over a shot. A little bit of ice over it, I think, was a secondary way that you could do it. I don't know. I th- as for me, I don't think I would enjoy it, like, sipping on that all night. Mm-hmm. I think I'd prefer just doing a one-and-done. Shot, and that's it. Speaking of shots, because usually shots are pretty damn negative. Yeah... Time for us to go into a negative topic. Yes, and one that I think you guys have hit before. Uh, maybe? Video I don't think games? We've, we've hit video games plenty of times, but I don't think we've ever hit the worst video games we've ever played. If we did, yes. it was really, really early. Right. Me, personally, one of the worst games I have ever played, and this is going to be a surprise to no one in regards to how bad it is, and you'll be surprised that I actually played it, hmm. Superman 64. Really? Yes. Back when I was a wee young lad, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we didn't really have access to those review magazines, right. and the internet was pretty common, but not super common. Well, at least review sites weren't exactly super common, I should say. Right. Well, we would pick things up at the pawn shop, you know, trade games in, trade games out, and yeah, <laughs> this was not good. For those who don't know, Superman 64 is actually on is usually on the top or damn near close of the top worst video games ever made. Yes, I have never played that myself, but I definitely have seen videos of it and just, oh. I have barely gotten past the first ring section, and that's as far as I got, because my god, the controls are janky AF. 
Ooh. Yeah. So I think I got you one beat. My parents and both my grandparents uh, had the E.T. game for the Atari. Ooh. Never could never figure out what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, little me wandering around like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm moving. Yeah, I will say this. Everyone agrees that E.T. was the one that kind of brought brought down the video game industry. <laughs> it really did, and it was dying well before that. Yeah. But as far as bad games go, it's not the worst. It's not. Definitely not. But it was just... It was, it's repetitive. It's kind of... I think unless you had like a manual or mm-hmm. like... A, well, obviously back in that day, you didn't have the walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. You had no idea what you were doing, what your objective was. I just popped it in and just kind of... I think I was always trying to figure out what I was supposed to do and never could. Mm-hmm. So I switched over to Pitfall and all the other fun ones. The Atari 2600 was a marvel for its time. Yes. So, fun fact. Hmm. You want to know why... The Atari tried to do the upgrade each time. You know, they went 2,600 to 5,200 to 70. Because the uh, owner of Atari at the time mm-hmm. was getting sick of pirates. Because they would literally yeah. take the game, reskin it, and make it their own. Yep. Which, copyright. Was, for digital, was really, really iffy back then. Because mm-hmm. it's not that computers weren't around back then. It's the fact that the idea of data and image management and... Mm-hmm. There were no clear lines on any of that, like, what was consisted of this, and mm-hmm. it was... Because this was, like, the 70s and the 80s, so... Yeah, old school. Oh, another fun fact for you. You know the company Rare? Yep. You know one of the first games they actually did was? What was that? It was originally a mod for Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, Miss Pac-Man. Yes. Yeah, they actually so they actually brought that up to, to the Atari, and they actually did that. Yeah? Yeah, it was... That's kind of fun. Anywho, I'm, we're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Another one that I had that was also N64, mm-hmm. I think it was Hybrid Theory? It was a weird game. It was like kind of mixing an RTS, but mixing wrestling. Like the battle system was literally, really? you choose wrestling moves out of like this w- options you can choose from. So actually it'd be more like, imagine you're playing a sports game, right? Right. It has those play- a football game that has those plays up top. Right. Now imagine that, but it's wrestling moves with enemies. Oh, that's it sounds like it wouldn't be that bad because I, it was like an energy management system, but it was just, it was clunky. Mm-hmm. The energy management was bad. It was just. I think if that was maybe redone and a little bit different nowadays, it wouldn't be so bad. Because, I mean, that's an interesting thought process of doing that. And I could see how they thought it might have worked. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if it's an old game and the controls just don't work for it, the- like. If I remember correctly, the, cro- the controls weren't that bad. It was literally just the gameplay that was just jank. Mm. Be- also, before I forget, any of these company slash systems that we are talking about, we are sponsored by none, none of, of them. them. So if we bring up a, a uh, company that we haven't brought up, like Sega or something, just keep in mind, we are not sponsored by any nope. of these. So I mean, I would love to be sponsored by them, but we're right? not. Right. Well, let's, let's see. I mean... This one, I think if anybody is a fan of this game series, they definitely know that this game is bad. And <laughs> be prepared to hear this game series almost any time I talk about it. Because I absolutely love it. And that is Devil May Cry 2. Oh my goodness. Not not counting Dante's diesel-themed outfit. 
which the first time I unlocked it, I went, what the heck is this? Like a uh, ascot or whatever. It was so <laughs> it was so weird to see him out of his iconic red, red. leather. Yep. And I was like, who is this and what did you do? <laughs> but the fact that I, you know, you have the first one. I started that series with the fourth one, got into all the other ones and picked them up. And I think I played my way in series order that was set at the time. So I did three. I mean, that's an amazing game. There's no saying it needs a remake. Capcom. <clears throat> Come on, remaster. You've been doing all the Resident Evil ones. Get Devil May Cry 3 in there and that would, that would sell. Easily. It's, Easily. Yeah, it's... So good. Remaking Devil May Cry 3 would be the equivalent of what they did with Final Fantasy 7. Because, oh. Yes. Oh, a girl can only dream. Mm-hmm. But, too... Oh, gosh. You, like... It was almost there. It had open world concept, which was re- really cool at the time. Camera control is a little janky. Lucretia. I want Ladies Night DLC for DMC5 because Lucretia was an amazing character and she got gypped up. I just like, ah, this game did her di- injustice. Did her dirty? Yes, so <laughs> dirty. And I'm just like, I have beat that game using only the guns like nothing else i just sit there and shoot at the enemies and it's like this is the weakest and i'm beating this on like a hard difficulty it was just disappointing but now we've got three that was good four that was good five that hit so well come on like let's bring back lucretia you brought her into the novels like Bring her back and do her some justice. You have the potential for a good game in six. Like, let's do this. Actually, speaking of series, mm-hmm. I have actually never played this one, but I've heard a lot of people say this was a freaking, uh, just a sin to the Final Fantasy series, and that was Ten Two. I've never played Ten Two, but, I, but that, from my understanding, it was just awful. The different dresses yeah, that like I think you wear. Yeah, it. if you really think about it, it's not really... From my understanding, the gameplay wasn't that good. Yep. The concept was kind of sexist, if you think about it. A, a little bit, although yep. it was all females, it was, right? It was all females, and you get your powers from different clothing. Yeah, just like, mm, mm-hmm. Square, what are you doing? Ooh, speaking of holy god sexist. <laughs> did you know they made a, a Nintendo game for Princess Peach? Really? Yeah. She was literally, I think it was like her, she was supposed to say like Mario and Luigi. And she had a magic umbrella and all of her powers were based on her emotions. Yes. I remember hearing about that. Like, Then the four emotions were happiness, Mm -hmm. sadness, Mm -hmm. anger. Mm -hmm. And I forget what the last one was, but it was just like. Horniness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but could you just, but that's like, wow. That's like setting back. Yeah. Women are not available to have more complex emotions. Oh, no. Four. You have those four, and that is it. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> Nintendo. But it depends on, like, how... Granted, you gotta think of what time it was made in. 2000 and something. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. No. I was thinking if that was, like, an early early 90s game, okay, that's, like, kind of where it's at. But It was made for the DS. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not good. Well, talking a little bit more uh, modern, Mm -hmm. I think anybody that had played this game out when the uh, PS4 had launched will know this. Uh, The Order 1886, I believe is what it's called. Maybe. It was all hyped up like 
werewolves and vampires and an RPG. It looked so good. And it was a fun game. Don't get me wrong. It was a fun game. But it just... The fights, the boss fights, it was made more of a cinematic movie on what the PS4 could do rather than the good RPG that it had been like started to be advertised as. And it's like, there's so much potential. I still want a sequel. I love sequels to some of these games because it's like, there's so much potential there. And there's still story there that you can build off of. But that is the first game that I have like legit thrown my controller to the side at the ending and went WTF is going on here what is this ending this is how you're ending it and just was mad at the game like you do I don't want to give spoilers away go watch some you know watch somebody play it play it yourself but if you know you know what happens at the end and I'm just mm, I still get mad about that to this day it was one of the worst endings I've ever seen all right, and with that tirade, I do believe it is time for our commercial break. <laughs> yes. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast. Ka-ching! With no minimum on how many listeners you have. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Also, it's free. <laughs> you can't get much better than free. Just be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back. Yes, welcome back. Thank you to our sponsor. The next drink we got. Yes. I already asked this question before, so I may as well say it again. Tabitha, do you want a slow screw? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, these bar... Drink, these drink names are so weird sometimes. Right? Some of them are just like, that's kind of awkward to order in a bar, but... I mean, obviously that's kind of half the fun if I got a, what was it, a bachelorette party or something like that, right. but... Well, what was the other one we were thinking about doing? It was like a, it was like a screaming orgasm or something like yes, that? Yes, it was like, just like... Hmm. I think we should wait for Valentine's Day on that one. Right? It might be... It might be, be a little more appropriate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to make a slow screw... First you touch your... But anyway, no. <laughs> To make a slow screw, you need equal parts orange juice and slow gin. Yes, a very simple drink. And it's a to take on the screwdriver. Yes, I, I think it'll be good. I'm kind of excited for it. Although I am going to go on a bit of a tangent here. I hate screwdrivers. Mm. Not because for the, or, or the vodka or the orange juice. It's because every time I've seen a person make a, a screwdriver, yeah. it's always like two-thirds vodka, one-third orange juice. And it's like, oh, why? Oh, no, that's way too much vodka. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if you like vodka, you start out slow. It's supposed to be a, like, morning drink, I think? It could be. It's it's one of those, like, brunch drinks you could definitely order. Same thing with, like, a mimosa. But anyway, yep. three, two, two one. one. Mm. It's all right. It's not bad. This... Slow gin's a little... It's a little strong. I don't think... Well, I like gin, so... Mm-hmm. It just has a little bit of a... I don't know, just, it has taste it does, to it. It doesn't taste like much. Mm-mm. So if you're just starting out drinking, maybe not a bad one to start out with. No, definitely not a bad one. Um, that'd be uh, definitely a good starter. Mm-hmm. It just... There's nothing... To it. Exciting about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just... It's literally a slow screw. Like, mm-hmm. it just... There's it, it'll eventually it. take your time and it'll fuck you. <laughs> for sure alright now we're not going to date ourselves but we are getting closer and closer to camping season yes 
So with that, I am super excited to get to that. Same. It's the warmer weather, the warm nights. Just like, mm. looking forward to it. Now, some of you obviously are like, can't you go camping any time of the year? And for those of you who are thinking that, go fuck yourselves. No. <laughs> there's a time for that. Like, mm-hmm. there's a good season for it. I mean, if I lived down south where I could actually go camping anytime I wanted to, you know I would. Even for if it's sure. like, you know, January or something, and it's like 50, 60 degrees, I'd be yeah. out there. Perfect weather to go camping. Mm-hmm. Like, you sleep so nice at night at that weather. And mm-hmm. you, can make it, uh, you can have a campfire that's just the perfect temp, so mm-hmm. that way it's not mm-hmm. too hot in the morning, and it's just, oh. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Seriously, those of you who are acclimated to all those warm weather in the south. You're lucky. Yeah. So lucky. Like, you can go camping anytime you want, but even then, 40 and 30 is still freezing to you, so. Na-na-na-na-boo-boo, I guess. But at the same time, it makes the camping season up here just that much better, I feel. Mm -hmm. Because it's only a short window that we get that. That it's, like, you have to take that opportunity. You can't go outside of it. Because you, honestly, the very earliest even I would think about going camping would be late April. That is the very earliest. Not late April, but early April. Yeah, Kind that would of, be the very, very earliest, though. Yeah, it's... Because you've got a huge so chance of getting snow and... Yes. <laughs> that yeah. last hurrah blizzard that, mm-hmm. it's like, we had two weeks of nice weather and now it's a blizzard. And yeah. Yep. There is also... The latest, I would say, is mid to late October. That's the latest I would give it. Yeah, sometimes you can push it out to, like, Halloween time, but mm-hmm. very rarely, and... That's especially up here, yeah, especially up here, no, no, because the further north you go, the less it's gonna happen. Right, right. So, what are your favorite parts of camping? That was actually originally how we got there, but we decided to talk about our, you know, talk about that. Um, my favorite parts of camping, I love being able to go and go fishing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you know we're keeping them for dinner that night or we're just fishing, catch and release, mm-hmm. re- release. We need to cut you off. <laughs> no, my mouth is a little bit numb from that first drink, but it's mm-hmm. it's a good numb. But yeah, it's just the fishing, you know, the going out and hiking and not having anything where it's like... So, my favorite parts are, you know, fishing, you go out in the morning, whether it's catch and release or you're making it for supper, dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's so relaxing. And it's just one of those where it's like... Not having a set schedule. Oh, yeah. It's just that mental break from the go, go, go of the world that you take two or three days and whatever. You're out there. You have no place to go. It's so relaxing. I'm kind of in that same thing, whereas I'm not much, I'm not so much in the physical aspect because I'm not sure if I brought this up in the podcast at all, but I was raised going camping. Mm-hmm. I was raised, you know, going. Mind you, this is when a kid that would love video games as well, so you can imagine how fucking pissed I was. <laughs> you had to take away from your video games to go and oh, yeah. be away from them. So, I was... My parents usually went to two campsites, mm-hmm. and I know them like the back of my hand. But I would... We would always walk around, or we would do something to keep ourselves occupied. I never went fishing, because I don't have the patience. I walked... I did some hiking. My parents did most of the... Co- my mother did most of the cooking. I kind of stayed out of it, because, you know, children on their feet, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Sometimes Where, it's best just to have the mother do it. Mm-hmm. Mother or father, depending upon who, who does it. The mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, it was... Now, if me growing... Now that I'm grown, I understand why you want to do the cooking, you know. Because mm-hmm. cooking over an open fire is so much different than doing it with, like, charcoal or in a grill it's, it's or... a little bit slower. You gotta watch the heat a little bit more. You gotta be very careful with the fire and you gotta make sure, you know... Yep, yeah, it's also... I Well, the fact that you can just 
if you want to do nothing all day, you can do nothing all day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel guilty about it. Right. I also like the fact that if you want to go swimming, you can go swimming. Although some of the lakes around here are... Yeah, you gotta watch which one, which ones and what time of the year that you're in them. Mm-hmm. Because two reasons. One, algae. Algae. And two, leeches. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, that's always my worst fear of going into lake swimming is all the leeches. Mm-hmm. Where... When it comes, and I know people are like, well, I wouldn't go swimming in the lake because I don't want, you know, my dick bit or something like that. That almost never happens for one. And two, unless it's a freaking pike, which if a a pike's getting that close to you, you got bigger things to worry about. Right. Because there's more fish around you and there's more things that that pike is interested in than Mm -hmm. you. And if it does bite you, I'm not going to say you'd be lucky if it catch you in the dick, but I'm going to say you wouldn't want to be bit anywhere. No. And most times you can tell if there's a big fish coming through. Like, you, there's signs and mm-hmm. everything that you can just kind of feel. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever been swimming and had fish near me. I've had turtles near me, mm-hmm. but never fish. Now, turtles, on the other hand, those are one of those things you might want to worry about getting your dick bit off Yes, because they are curious, and they will just come up and be like, what's this? Mm-hmm. You're like, something inedible. Don't eat me. <laughs> <laughs> call my sister out a little bit and that's her big fear of swimming in lakes is turtles oh not like them well in at least in south dakota we don't got any snappers i don't think no they're they're usually pretty small ones but Mm -hmm. she just i don't had that fear ever and i'm like okay it works not i'm not gonna knock her for it because i have my own fears and you know like my biggest concern is the leeches. My God. Mm-hmm. Leeches and ticks are the worst. They are, because they get just kind of everywhere. And I remember I was in high school, mm-hmm. and we had gone out to the fields and came back in, and I was sitting in class, and I was just rubbing the back of my neck, because I'm like, just kind of, can I feel something? Mm-hmm. And I had a tick on the back of my neck. I screamed and threw it on the ground and then lost sight of it and just went, my feet are going to be up here. She gave me a look, and I'm like, I found a tick on me. I'm a little... <sighs> I got one better for you. Mm. So I don't remember where I caught this tick. But I remember it was, I was, you know, in the bathroom. I was, you know, when you're bored, you're just kind of, you know, moving your hands around, just trying to, you know, do what you need to. <laughs> no, not like that, you perv. <laughs> Although, don't get me wrong, it has happened, but that was not the time I did it. <laughs> but I have, I, have, I move my hand, like, under my leg, and it's like, is that a mole? No, oh. it was a tick that literally got to the size of about a penny to a nickel. Oh, because apparently it was there for oh. a few days because you would almost never check the back of your oh. knee. I always check the back of your knees. Always checking between your toes. Mm-hmm. Anything anywhere that there's a crook, like mm-hmm. I have a little spot on the on my mid back that it's nothing bad, but every time I go out, I think that's a tick, and I'm like, nope, that is just spot on my body and it's oh so are we turning you guys on to camping yet (laughs) (laughs) it's not all bad i I swear like it's good with everything there's good and there's bad right usually the worst of the mosquitoes though yes you just but there's ways to get around all those things you know Mm -hmm. you just use your cautions and you'll have a good time Mm -hmm. s'mores and just the campfires and I'm so looking forward to and, camping. And it feels like you get like a deeper connection at a freaking campsite than you do at a bar or at a person's yes, house. Yes, yes. Because there's no, because you don't have to worry about people just trying to, you know, put on their mask of like, 
this is how I know you. For sure. And especially if you're with a good group of friends. Sorry, I got the hiccups here. <laughs> um, Do we need to cut you off? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to finish this thing because it's good. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just one of those where, you know, you get your good group of friends. One, the alcohol's a little bit cheaper when you buy it yourself and don't buy it at a bar. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just, like you had said, there's, it's just that There's no expectations. No, no expectations. People already know kind of how you are and how you're going to be. And especially if you're at a place where, you know, you're out camping and you have a tent and you can get as drunk as you want and you can get help to go back to the tent and people are going to take, you know, mm-hmm. you get those good group of friends, they're going to take care of you. They're going to make sure that, you know, puke, you have it, you get plenty of water in you. With that being said, mm-hmm. drink responsibly. Always, always drink responsibly. Even if you're out on a party, drink responsibly. Right. Drink your water. You Morning, you will thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, overindulge. don't overindulge. Have fun, but know your limits. We've brought this up For in a sure. previous episode way long ago. Right, and it might sound like preaching, but it's it's serious. Like, it's We're, more fun to remember those nights than to just mm-hmm. get so drunk that you forget them. We are not your parents, but we are. We do actually care about those who do listen to us. Correct. Like, it's just it's just the way that we were raised is to care about people mm-hmm. and make sure that you know we want you to have fun with these drinks that we're, we. Yeah, like I for judge. me for me, I've been said this before. I'm a cheap date. You can get me drunk pretty quickly. However, <laughs> I know my limit is pretty high. Right. So I could actually drink, if I had to, nine, ten drinks before I start getting gone. Right. And I'm always told that I'm cheap because I don't. I never know what to drink. So this is kind of helping me to mm-hmm. figure out, like, oh, that I can order this stuff at a bar. But I'll get a glass and I'll just drink that for the night. I'd much rather remember what I'm doing and than just... Be like, I don't know what I'm doing and make a fool out of myself. I don't like that. When we got sidetracked again. Yes. Always, always sidetracked. Camping. Yep. So another thing that I will say, another one of the biggest complaints I've heard about camping is that they don't want to sleep in the dirt in the woods. Which. You. There's glamping. You can make it as comfortable as you want. There's a couple of things. One, there's cabin camping for one. Yes. Two. You don't have to sleep in the dirt. There's such things as tents. There's Mm -hmm. things as air mattresses. There's Mm things. Almost as unless, cots. Mm-hmm, like, as, unless you are literally going in a campsite that has no electricity, mm-hmm. there is almost every campsite has electricity. Yes. Like you don't have to be uncomfortable if you don't want to. For sure. And a lot, and and there will be some people like not authentic camping. You know what? Fuck them. There's no such thing as authentic camping. It is camping is what you make out of it. It is more the feel of what you're doing rather than how you do it. So, coming from a person that's gone camping for almost all their lives, mm-hmm. I have seen people with these huge freaking campers come in, and that they're happy with what they're doing. And I see these, co- and every when I was younger, I even see these college kids that would start up with like these tents, see these people in these campers. Next year, they would actually get like a pop up or something. Right. It's one of those you gotta start somewhere with all this. Mm-hmm. It, you don't again. It's not like you're. Just, you know, shitting in the woods or something. It's li- <laughs> a lot of these places have, you know, amenities. Yes, you will, unless you are, like, off the grid, everything, you're going to have your showers. You're going to have your bathrooms. Please mm-hmm. use your showers and your bathrooms. Like, yeah. use the, and then, the that's it. Amenities. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but use them. Even if they're filled with spiders. Like, you can go in and you can kind of spray before and just, you know, 
you can clear them out yourself. And I will say this as well. Mm. When it comes to the, not the portafiers, but the actual, latrines aren't the right word either, but the uh, outhouses. Yes. Everybody poops. It's going to smell in there. Yes. Guess what? Your smells too. Get over it. Yes. It's one of those, if, if anything, get the, what are they, like swimmer's nose clips. Mm-hmm. Get one of those if, if it bothers you that much. You won't be able to smell it. And because your taste is pretty much connected to your smell, you won't taste it. Mm-hmm. Go and do your business. Get out. I like I said, it's everybody poops. Everybody's mm-hmm. poop smells. It's mm-hmm. get over. For me, it's like get over yourself. Yes. Anywho, though, I do believe that is going to be our episode. Okay, sounds good. All right, and with that, I have been Luke, and I've been Tabitha. I hope you guys enjoy your drinks. Yes, enjoy them. Have, have a good, fun. Have a good one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 